0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: 45 quarter till nine. Tommy Tucker, WWL. In case you didn't hear, the police have made an arrest of a seventy of a uh, the, the man who allegedly killed. It is a bizarre story. A seventy-five-year-old guest and his wife asleep in their bed. Fire alarm sounded around eleven o'clock at the. Avenue Plaza Hotel on St. Charles Avenue, he opened the door and somebody came in, this uh, person that they arrested, and beat um, this 75-year-old gentleman to death while his wife cowered in the bathroom. The police were able to make an arrest in the case, um, which is good. I don't know if drugs were involved or not, but that's not going to bring this man back naturally. Um, we're talking to Paul Violas now, our friend, who was with us a couple of times last week. He wrote a book, Safeguarding America, the blueprint for keeping you and your family safe. And I think it's, uh, it's important to have so you know how to protect yourself in a big city. How you doing, Paul?
2: Good morning, Tommy.
1: And I, I should also mention that the police have identified um, the um, uh, woman. Uh, there was a, a hit-and-run and I'll get into that in a, in a second, and we can talk about that. But first of all, let's talk about getting uh, staying safe in, in a hotel in a big city, or things to watch for when you travel. Because you know, I got to realize—I tell you—I never thought that somebody pulling the the fire alarm to get somebody to open a door and gain access. I, you just don't think about that happening, right?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, Tommy, that's not uncommon, uh, especially in—it's in, in, definitely not uncommon, and especially in big cities, uh, prominent cities. Cities that, are, that attract a lot of tourism, like New Orleans, uh, you, that's definitely not uncommon because when you think about it uh, – and you, you look at the property. I mean, it's a beautiful hotel, um, so obviously you got to have a couple of bucks to stay there. You hit the alarm, everybody's going to walk out of the building. So when you, you can't really spell vulnerability any greater than that, and it's a feeding frenzy for criminals. So uh, it's certainly not uncommon, I can tell you that, Tom.
1: So what do you do? You, you, you can't ignore a fire alarm. How do you keep yourself safe when you're traveling around? And this goes, I think, to your book and why it's important to know how to carry yourself when you travel, especially maybe if you're elderly and particularly vulnerable.
2: Right. Well, I can tell you regardless. Right. Certainly there's no question about that for the elderly. But when you're looking at the totality of how you're going to vet a trip, which is really interesting when, when you think about it, Tom, how you brought this thing up, this subject, uh, is that most people, when security is the very last thing, even if it makes the checklist, it's the last thing on the checklist that someone looks at before they go and vacation somewhere. Now, New Orleans isn't even in the top 10, where it used to be at one point, as far as dangerous cities. But nonetheless, when, when you're going to make that trip, one of the first things you should do, and all of this information is available on the internet, is, is to look at the crime stats, not just for the city itself, but it's the area in which you're staying. And what time of day are they occurring and where are they occurring? Simple stuff takes five minutes, but it will tell you, for example, when to go out, what not to go out, what areas of the town to stay away from. Are they having problems with, let's say, you know, non-licensed cabs, et cetera. There's a litany of things in a checklist that you can take a look at as far as vetting the city and location. And then the hotel. Uh, and I know it sounds like, you know, who's really going to do this. But at the end of the day, the simplest thing to do is just to see if there have been crimes committed at that hotel. And you can Google it because God knows it's all there. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, when you're looking at vetting out a trip, security needs to make your checklist. That's, you know, certainly where, when it comes to that. As far as picking the hotel, you know, it's it's so hard to really say where the best place to stay is if you haven't checked out to see if they've been having calls for service there. Now I know it sounds crazy and I know your listeners are like, come on, Paul, who's going to do that? I get it. Less than 10 minutes of your time in vetting your trip can save you a whole lot of headache and a whole lot of trouble.
1: And, and I guess maybe just your life. Let's take a break. We come back. There's also a case uh, that goes back to October. A woman had left her hotel room. They're here celebrating their marriage from Arizona and uh, slipped off a, a curb and was a victim of a hit and run. And um, it seems like we have a lot of hit and runs going on. I don't know if that's a national trend or not, but we're talking to Paul Violas, our friend who wrote several books. He's a national law enforcement security analyst and CEO of Violas Group International. The book that I tell you that I love that he wrote is How to Stay Safe at Safeguarding America, How to Stay Safe in the country as you travel about. More on that when we return as well. 8.50, 10 till 9, Traffic Now, WWL. 8.55, 5 till 9, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to our friend Paul Violas, National Law Enforcement Security Analyst and CEO of Violas Group International. The book that that I recommend everybody give their grown kids is called Safeguarding America, the Blueprint for Keeping You and Your Family Safe. Just tell, tell the people, if you will, Paul, a little bit about the book, what's in it. Oh.
2: You, you know what, Tommy? I, I will tell you the impetus behind writing that just came from uh, listeners like yours from around the country that wrote it and said, "Hey, listen, I heard you talk about this or that. You know, you really should put that into a book." And I never thought about it, but uh, I just did. It really didn't take that long, and it, the content came from listeners, which which is so important because it it adds to the content validity of what, what you know the issues that keep people up at night, and that's what it addresses. I mean, everything from You know, from your home to your children to how you communicate, to Internet issues, to a variety of different things. But basically that's what it is. Jeff talks about the things that keep regular people up at night and lays out the solution sets on how to keep yourself
1: safe. 75-year-old man at the Avenue Plaza Hotel on St. Charles, Uh, 21-year-old, pulls the fire alarm. He opens the door. Um, punches him in the face, the wife goes and hides, and then he beats the man to death. The 20-year-old is in custody. So, Paul, real quick, what would you tell people if you're in a hotel and and a fire alarm goes off? What would you say?
2: Well, I can tell you that, you know, we cover that in the book too, but, you know, I can tell you that one of the things that's so important is when you're booking your room to book it on certain floors so you have easy access to get out of the building. Mm -hmm. But the second thing is that when it goes off, Listen for the overhead uh, speaker that's going to announce exactly what's going on and what exit you should be using. You should be looking for hotel employees. So when you're leaving, make sure you're dressed appropriately because you may be out there for a while. Secure the door and be looking for hotel employees from the very beginning uh, because you'll you will see hotel employees inside the hallway and let them guide you out. If you start getting caught up in the crowd. You know, God only knows what's going to happen, and in this case, how tragic that is. But again, it goes back to what we were talking about before, is that this is not uncommon. It is something that people do, especially at properties where you would expect more affluent people uh, or even more elderly people to uh, to frequent.
1: Meanwhile, the coroner releases the identity of a 33-year-old tourist from Arizona who was here celebrating her marriage, um, slipped out to get something – well, she left to get something to eat. On our own, Sunday, November 20th, slipped off a curb, hit and run, killed her. It seems as though hit and runs are uh, have vastly increased in this area. I know that's statistically a fact. Is that the trend all over the nation or not?
2: It sure is, Tommy. You know what? I live not far from the hit and run capital of the world, which is Orlando, Florida. Really? And uh, it, it, Oh, my God. It's just. You know, you just you can't hit a headline every other day without seeing that happen, especially during tourist season. Uh, So, yeah, unfortunately, I wish I could tell you that it's an anomaly, but it's not. It definitely is. not.
1: Any idea why the numbers are increasing so dramatically?
2: I think what we've seen over the last two years is a drastic decline in road patrols uh, with a lot of the defunding issues. Mm -hmm. There just aren't enough vehicles, you know, marked police vehicles on the road, which look, we all know. You're going down, you're tooling down the highway, you're doing whatever. Uh, When you see a police car, you slow down. It's just what happens. If you don't see it, you keep going. I'm guilty of that. I think we all are from time to time. So when you cut back on road patrols and you cut back on police visibility, you're going to increase in fatalities on the road. It just it is what it is. People are not going to. They're going to behave differently when they think that they're going to get caught. Thank you, Paul. That's just what it is. All right, Appreciate your time.
1: You bet. Paul Violas, a book is Safeguarding America, the blueprint for keeping you and your family safe. It's a shame that I, I would suggest you buy this and read it before you go on vacation or just to get around everyday America, but I really would. And that you share it with your family. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Republicans taking back the house. What should their priorities be in the new year? And we'll talk about a poll that,